When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, so. Okay, so I read a whole pack of books, you know. How many did you read? Oh, Julia. No, just be honest. How many books did you read? 11. What? Oh, no, she reads a book a day. Mm -hmm. She went on a relaxing vacation. I went on a tourist vacation. Yeah. Yeah, but I, she can read a book a day. Yeah, and, and normally, like, uh, that's only I do this on a beach vacation, Grant, where I really am a chair slug. Gotcha. Luckily, the Weston Hapuna is terraced on a hill, so there's lots of moments to snack exercise. As mm-hmm. I'm walking, there's probably, you know, 50 steps to okay. get to your room from the beach. That's it? Well, I mean... Did you really just... Yeah, <laughs> 50 steps. I mean, that's a snack exercise, you know, uh-huh. and you got to trudge across the sand. Uh, we're 50 not a, steps? Yeah. Okay, Lori, that is... <laughs> okay. okay. No, but 50 okay. going, not 50 actual steps, but 50 steps after oh. you get to the walk. 50 actual climbing oh, stairs. Oh, my gosh. Oh. I thought, and no, I thought, my God, Lori, I haven't moved today and I've already got 6,000 steps yeah, in. Yeah, no, so no, like, no, wow. no, no. It's like 50. There's all <laughs> these staircases <laughs> okay, to even you. get to the elevator. Got so it. it is, you so know. So you get a little workout. You get a little workout. Right. And then I walk the beach every morning. Like, Oh, gosh, um, that was so funny. That was, uh, went to the blessing of the beach one day at 6 in the nice. morning. and chanted with the lady and went out in the water and learned that you always come out of the water in Hawaii walking backwards, looking at the ocean, walking backwards. And before you go in, you put a flower or a branch or something from the earth, you know, to thank Mother Ocean. It was really kind of a oh, fun. Oh, that's kind of fun. Cool. Yeah, it was. Uh, anyway, but um, so, yeah, no, 50 stairs, oh, you know, stair. Okay, got it. So, like, I've always said to my mom, I, said, I don't know if you'd like this hotel because there's so, oh, many, so steps. many steps. Exactly. So many steps. So, anyway, so, yes, I did a lot of lounging. And we're going to start with um, my three favorite books. The right. first one, um, which, Julia, you won't want to read this, but okay. it was a heart-pounding book. It's called The Lost Village by Camilla Sten. And um, Chapter 2 Books is an advanced reading copy. I think this book came out in May. Okay. And it's a debut novel, and I would call it kind of the Blair Witch Project meets Midsummer. if anyone saw that movie about in Norway. But it's this... Film this documentary filmmaker okay. who's been obsessed with the fact that 700 residents of this old mining town disappeared one day in um, 1959, and it was this woman who's the filmmaker. Her grandmother's family, everybody in the family, 
the whole village disappeared wow. on one day okay. in 1959. And um, that's made up, of course. Yes, but it reads so uh, it's just absolutely crazy. And all these mysterious things start to happen. And it's it opens with the crime scene in 1959 of these two police officers going to investigate. Where is everybody? And they find a woman hanging from or had been tied to a lamp like a a post post kind of a thing and been stoned. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, it's just and it's been um optioned. It's going to be All a limited right. series. Okay. It's already the like Lost The Village. Lost Village. Okay. It was absolutely creepy thriller. Yes, thriller. I wouldn't like it at all. No, you won't like okay. that book. Okay, uh, the next book, uh, again this was an advanced reader from chapter 2. That was very nice of her. Um it's called We Begin at the End and I think this book came out in June. It's by uh Chris Whitaker. And this, I also give an A+. It is about this uh, 13-year-old girl. It's kind of a coming-of-age story about how families are made and how uh, this uh, police chief, his name is Wak, he's he's never left this coastal California town in northern California. He's the chief of police, but he's still trying to heal the old wound of having to testify and basically sending his best friend to prison. Okay. And then uh, there's this 13 year old girl who calls herself uh, Duchess. She's a a proclaimed outlaw. She's 13 years old and she kind of takes care of her little um, brother and her mom who has some issues, you know, doesn't have good taste in men, drinking. And so she's kind of more like taking care of her mom. But it is just this kind of what happened way long ago, 30 years ago, when everyone was in college or, I mean, high school. And it's just a really, I mean, you wouldn't think a 40-something-year-old chief of belief and a 13-year-old girl who is a self-declared Rebel. Outlaw, outlaw right. Right. would have something in common, but it's just really just an extraordinary. I'm putting book. that down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just love in different ways and how families uh, come about, but it's called We Begin at the End. Okay. Got it. Chris Whitaker. Whitt- 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 yep. Okay. Now we're going back to Italy, Julia. Remember, oh, we oh, loved yes. our Lizzie and Dante, Dante going to the. Yes. By now, Mary Bly. Yeah. Now, this book is called Her Dark Lies by J.T. Ellison. And it's about Isle Isola, I S O L A, which is, I don't even know. I didn't even have a chance to Google and see if it's a real thing. But it's this. It's this majestic clifftop villa owned by the wealth, this wealthy, wealthy family. And this up and coming artist, Claire, is marrying this handsome, charming man. But his family has all these secrets and there's something happening at Isle Isola. You know, what is going on? And from the moment she sets foot on the island to get married there, um... You would like this book, you know, because it's a a romance, but it is also, you know, a thriller. Okay. And a whodunit and kind of a twist at the end that you don't see coming. But this was a real good book. All right. Her Her Dark Dark Lies. Lies. Yeah. Then um, I read a sweet, I read a couple books for our show. So we'll wait till we talk about those. 
Um, but um, a historical fiction book that I read, The Last Bookshop in London, a novel of World War II. So it was inspired by the true World War II, World War II history of the few bookshops to survive the London Blitz. Okay. And it's just, you know, it's a light historical fiction in that... Not that what you read about, you know, because like... I it, saw that out and about right now. Yeah, it, it it's good. It doesn't have... Um, you know, I give it I give it a good B plus. Okay. You know, it's a romance and it's not... Um, I think it's a moderate amount of romance. You know, I kind of I kind of okay. liked it, and yeah, it would be a just a sweet book. And if you really are in, you like your you know historical, historical fiction, fiction. That's okay. that's a good one. And then you know, I had a couple books that I started that I absolutely hated and put down. So now I'm in a panic. What am I going to do? I got to go and find some books. And there's a bookstore in Kona, which is like 35 miles away. Okay. And then there's a bookstore in Waimea. Did you guys have a car? Oh, of course. Oh, you got to oh, have a car. Duh. Yeah, you duh. got. No, you do have okay. to have a car. I mean, okay. You, the only place you don't need a car is Waikiki, right? You know, but otherwise, any of the islands. So I d- bet on a thing, even though it said this bookshop is like sells crystals and beads and meditation books, and you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, am I going to be able to get anything other than a woo woo book? And um, go in there. Was this the one that was just 10 miles? Yes, 10 miles. 10 miles way up in Waimea. And so I thought, ah, I'm going to go up country. Maybe go to Long's Drug. You know, I love a drugstore. Right. You know, just kind of scout it out and go into the, whatever it's called, the Windwoods bookstore or something. And, you know, walk in incense, bells, energy. Positive energies everywhere. But it's this, this... Couple, a Howley couple, you know, yes. white couple mm-hmm. in, you know, maybe their 70s and they really don't greet me. You know, they're just kind of continued to do what they're doing. And I thought, well, this isn't very mystical or woo woo or even friendly or even friendly, you know. And so I'm kind of looking around and I see meditation, the musings from the Dalai Lama. And I'm like, oh, crap, what am I going to read? You know, <laughs> and so I, finally, I haven't read that. Yeah, I said, to the lady, I said, do you have any fiction? She says, we have three. <gasps> we have three. Stop. Sharks in the Time of Saviors. Which you were on me to get him on our show. We we tried. Yep. I, it's so hard. This book came out in 2020, Grant, and it was uh, a big, buzzy book. It's a debut novel. The author is Kawhi Strong Washburn, and he grew up on the Big Island, and he lives in Stillwater. Yep. Barack Obama put it on his best yep. of list. It was an Oprah. That's so funny that that's one. All right, tell me the other and two. And then the other two okay. books were called uh, Shantaram and um, uh, The Magic Shadow, I think. Um, that has to do with my Johnny Depp story. Okay. Okay. So, so those, the, and, and the Shantaram book is like 920 pages. Did you buy it? I bought that and I bought the Sharks in the Time of Savior. And it was cool to read that book. That is book is kind of almost not a fable, but it has an allegorical content to yes. it in that something happens to the family they have to leave the Big Island. The sugarcane plantations have closed, and um, they have to leave and go to Oahu. But the dad wants to do one fun thing with his three kids, and they go out on a glass-bottom boat. Oh, gosh. And the, one, the seven-year-old boy, Noah, falls in, 
and the family sees all these sharks and they just think he's been eaten. And in fact, the sharks are gently pushing him back to the boat. Oh, fascinating. Yeah. That gave me chills. Yeah. So that is the story. And it so it really paints the picture of, you know, what it's like to have a, you know, you're in the world and culture of Hawaii where it can be difficult to make a living. Mm -hmm. Um, it is. It's so expensive. It's so expensive. Mm-hmm. And so it was, I, I, I what really, do you give that one? Oh, I totally give that, you know, a B, B plus. It okay. won't be for everybody, but I, it's a story of family and mystical kind of. And yeah, it was just fun to read that too on the big island. I've wanted to read it for such a long time. And, um, okay. So when we come back though, you're going to tell us about the magic, whatever it is. Our, this, the Shantaram, the 920-page book that I bought, the other the other book that was at this bookstore. That's and then, so hysterical. We have three. Are these three that they keep in stock? Uh, yeah, apparently. Okay, so we had multiples of these three. Or just, yeah, she goes, we have three. And then when I, I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. And then I pick up Shantaram, and she goes, there's a story about Johnny Depp with that book I've got to tell you. And I'm like, okay. All right, when we come back, you have to tell us a Johnny Depp story. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julie on my talk. So we were just talking about uh, some of my books. And we I will uh, give Grant the list of books because I know people, yep. maybe we can post it or something. I'll post oh, yeah. it. She had a, we had a few people call in. So if you can give me that list, I'll put it up on the website. Okay, but I have to tell you. So you're telling us right before the break, cause you're going to tell us this Johnny Depp story. And yeah. You went to this Sweet Wind Bookstore on the Big Island. Lori, I just Googled it, and I'm looking at the crystals, the masks, yes. the jewelry, the jewelry, the shells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and they These. only, and so they only have three books that They're are fiction. fiction. That's right. Okay. They had uh, Sharks in the Time of Savior, yes. because Kauai's from the Big Island, and yes. a lot of the book is set there, so that would be a book, and it was a very well-received, made a lot of, you know, lists. Yes, it did. Just, it did. Really different. So, And then the other two books they sell are Shantaram and in the, the sequel to Shantaram. And Shantaram is a 910-page book. And the reason <laughs> I bought it was, A, I was desperate, and yes, B, sure. Pat Conroy, oh. rest his soul, he blurbed the front of the book. Okay. And this, this, so this is an older novel. Yes, it is. This book came out in 2005, and it starts like this. It took me a long time in most of the world to learn what I know about love and fate and the choices we make, but the heart of it came to me in an instant while I was chained to a wall and being tortured. So it is this novel set in the underworld of contemporary Bombay, Okay, and it is narrated by this guy who's writing the book. It's basically his life story, okay? But the book reads like fiction. Right, okay. But it is his story. He actually escaped from an Australian prison and found his way to Bombay, uh, became kind of a, not a petty thief, but ended up, you know, because he was a, a what they call Gora, white guy, right. he could would help trans do transactions between tourists and sure. getting them the ganja or whatever they right. want, you know, and kind of making money that way. But he escapes, you know, he's this bold escape from this prison. And, but the whole thing, I mean, I've, I'm rich in India. This book is 
dazzling and poetic and it's got four and a half stars i'm totally so so the lady i said geez i said i guess i'm gonna go with this book just because pat conroy and it's the only other one you have and she goes well the sequel is right there and that was like another i said i'm gonna buy this book first start with this one start with this one so i'm like halfway through this uh, dazzling book and then she's looking up from unpacking beads and she says to me well you know johnny depp option that book Stop. and gregory david roberts who is the protagonist of the novel and, and the, the author, author with three first names yes with three first names <laughs> um she says he optioned it right away and he was going to play the character but you know uh he said he wanted to have editing control and gregory david told him no it's my story i will have editing control wow. this movie was wow. optioned by first of all Plan B, which was Brad Pitt. Yes, and it was Johnny Depp's. They were going to produce it together. Johnny Depp was going to star in it because it's about an Australian heroin addict who escapes from mac- maximum security prison and reinvents himself as a doctor, uh, treating the destitutes and living in one of the slums of Bombay, and then works for the Bombay Mafia. And I mean, it's oh, it's got a lot of legs. It's got a lot of legs, and you can see Johnny. Oh, Depp totally. totally playing this part. So Brad Pitt's company and Johnny Depp were yeah. teaming up. This book was published in 2012. So this is 2012. I thought it came out in 2005. Oh, even earlier. Oh, Julia. publishing date 20 June 28, 2012. Could I be wrong? Yeah, I, could be wrong. I think so. I think the book came out longer than that. So then, okay, she says to me, she goes, "Well, you know, only only Gregory David can do that." And I said, "Well, you know, I don't I don't want to argue with this lady." And she goes, "Well," and she sniffs. This was at least 12 years ago. Right, it was 2004. She goes, this was, he he couldn't play it anymore now that we all know about his wife beating (gasps) poopy drunken antics or something like that. (laughs) You know, and I'm like, damn, passing the the tea right here in the sweet winds. You know, she goes, he couldn't. Well, I guess he could maybe look the part after he was in prison. And I'm like, okay. Love it. Oh, so then, then the book, then Johnny Depp. Some time went by, and Joel Egerton was going to play the part, and Johnny was going to produce okay. the movie. I mean, it's like it's been cursed, and I don't know if it's because the author of it is really, you know, wants to be more involved, In right? But now uh, it is supposedly this is a story that was printed in April of 2021 that this was going to be a 10 episode series for Apple Plus and it'll be filmed it'll be Victoria and in India's where they're filming it. Is this happening? It's happening, but um the showrunner is the guy who did American Hustle and uh I mean it appeared as this uh, Russell Crowe was the first one to publicly express he wanted to be in the film version wow. after the book was published then Warner Brothers paid 2 million for Johnny Depp to star in it with Brad Pitt's right. company producing. And then um, the the director, Peter Weir, and Johnny Depp and the author all had problems, which that lady was correct about. Wow. And, um, and then in 2013, it was revived. And so now uh, Warner Brothers rights uh, re- relapsed in 2015. And the company that did The Reverend and True Detective... And George Clooney's company, Catch-22, is who's producing it now. Okay. 
So $55 million and... Um, Still no movie? Well, it's going to be on uh, Apple TV. Plus. Apple Plus. So they're filming it right now. Wow. And so they're saying the Shantaram curse, maybe it's finally been lifted. This is going to see the light of day. Because let's face it, this book, and I could see the TV series, remind me of The Serpent. Oh. Mm-hmm. That level of intensity oh, and seriously. Seri- Did you watch that? Grant, a little bit, yeah. Lily, Lily loved it. I, I would check a few of them out oh, with her. I'm so yeah, glad. I didn't mean to cut you off. You're good. No, yeah, yeah. I, I checked it out. It was def- definitely. Uh, oh, that was intense. Oh, that was intense. Yeah. And Shantram would be the same thing because they're filming it in. Does Shantram is it a destination? Is no, it a Shantram is yeah a mean a name he got when he went and stayed in a village for six months. Okay, and it means. Um, uh, man of peace. Okay, it was a name that that he got, but I could just see, you know, Johnny Depp. Oh, he's a former heroin addict and a bank robber, and then he lives in Bombay. Think of the scarfs. Oh gosh, that's <laughs> hysterical. That's hysterical. Okay, so this lady does she? So she keeps those three books. Those in are stock. the three books: the Shantram and the sequel, and then the Sharks in the Time of Savior. That's those, hysterical. Those, that is it. That is it. And, and this bookstore looks so funny. Oh yeah, it, the only place on the Big Island. I think did you it's go back to, and talk to her after you read it? No, because I started it uh, yesterday, and you've already finished it. No, no, Julia, I'm only like halfway through. Oh, I'm sorry. I, mean, I flew all night. I tried to sleep, uh, you know, so I could be somewhat coherent today. That's <laughs> thank you, yeah. thank you for yeah. thinking of us. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. It's a convenient thing about flying at night. At least leaving at night, you're sleepy. Yep. You know, maybe you might sleep on the plane. Dick Casey. God no. Yeah. Are you oh, kidding me? Yeah. All right. Listen, we'll be about.